Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Hey, it's a Tuesday today, uh, May, gosh, is it, is it the 19th at this point? That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> Time is moving fast and slow at the same time, which is just this crazy thing. But it's Tuesday. We've got our Bible studies up on YouTube today. We've got our Marco Polo small groups tonight. And, you know, just as we've been going through this time, uh, there's definitely a lot of moments I'm noticing where I'm missing the in-person youth group. From yeah. thinking back to all the great memories, all the great parts of being able to gather together for youth group. And so that got me thinking, Joshua and Erica, as I'm joined by both of you today with your, is it now 13 or 14 years of youth ministry experience together? Uh, August will be 15 years. August will be 15 years. That's incredible. <laughs> a decade and a half. You, you have been doing youth ministry for longer than all of our middle schoolers have been alive. <laughs> yeah. So, so during those years of youth ministry, I want to ask, do you have a really funny or silly memory of youth ministry? Maybe one that we haven't heard yet on the podcast or at youth group. Uh, what, what's just a good one, a good memory that comes to mind? Well, the one that just like came directly to my mind for whatever reason, I don't know why, is when my wife cussed at a youth kid. Um, what? So, so we were, we were up in Newcastle and uh, at a church in Newcastle, and uh, Erica was holding little baby, little baby Seth. Right, he was like oh under <laughs> under a year old, and you know if you know us, like we've our kids have literally grown up in youth ministry. Um, and so she's holding little baby Seth and it was after youth group and our church had this big field behind it. That was actually a driving range for a golf course. And the owner of it was cool with us going out there and playing around after basically after hours, you know? And so we'd go out there and we'd chuck golf balls and um, just have, we just play tag or something like that. And we had this one youth kid that was a good six, one, six, two big, long reach, you know, in his arms. And another youth kid that was about my like height. Um, he's actually a youth pastor now, um, but he he's a stocky guy. Yeah. And Erica's talking to the taller kid. Uh, his name was Peter, actually, mm -hmm. and holding baby Seth. And this young or the stockier youth kid, John Bove, I'm just gonna say his name, <laughs> um, walks up behind Peter, grabs him by the ankles, like squats down, grabs this six one guy by the ankles, and then jerks his his feet backwards which then or the force of Peter falling forward made his big old long condor arms fly forward 
and basically this palm smacks Erica and Seth across right? the face. And so, oh. and then and he face plants on the ground hard, right? Doesn't even can't even put his hands in front of him. And Erica just lets out a, a good. It was a good cuss word. It was a good one. And, uh, <laughs> and basically, like, and then Seth like does the whole baby freeze thing where they 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 stop breathing and then they all of a sudden they just scream, you know. And I'm like looking at this kid, John, who pulled his ankles out from under Peter. I was like, what is your problem? Why would you do that? Like, I, and he felt horrible, of course. But uh, that was that's just the memory that came to mind is my wife cussing at a youth kid and then walking away all ticked off because, because baby Seth got smacked in the face. But, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. And not the only time our kids have ever been smacked in the face by a youth kid. It's happened more than once. But, no. you know, that's the one that came to mind. I don't know. How about you, Erica? Well, there's more like backstory to that. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, we don't. We only have yeah. 15 okay, minutes, okay. So, no so another good, another good story. Another funny story. I don't know the one I always go to. Oh, there's so many. But what about when that Brett Styler was his first? Yes. Yeah, that that, so that's the one I was actually thinking. Was of. it? Yeah. Yes. So we played. Yeah, lots of lots of fun games. You know how this goes, Andy. Like you create <laughs> games. You got to keep these kids entertained. And so this one we were playing Bob, and we were playing with. Were we playing with an actual hockey sack or no, was it a soccer, soccer ball? It was a soccer ball. Was a soccer Anyways, ball. yeah, we ended up getting this one kid. He was a middle schooler, sixth grade, first day there. His older, day. <laughs> his older brother was actually one of my leaders, right? Mm -hmm. um, he was one of my college-age guys' leaders. And so this little stocky Brett Styler, um, <laughs> he, got the, he got the BOB for Bob, right? And, and so, you know, he's lined, we line him up on the wall, so to speak, where everybody gets a chance to throw the ball at him. And we all miss. Nobody hits him. Nobody hits him. And his brother picks up the ball. The soccer ball, yeah. And, and he lobs it. Doesn't chuck it. Just lobs just it. Just lobs it. And it kind of does this beautiful arch and then hits Brett right in the back of the head. Right? This Perfectly. little sixth grade middle score. He like. <laughs> he turns around. Screams at us. <laughs> I hate all of you. Whoa. Was running through the church parking lot, cussing like a sailor. Like, as this, parents like, are showing up. Right as youth group's ending. So all the parents are showing up. And it's like, he's cussing as a sailor, like running through these parents. And I'm just like, oh man, this is, this is great. Yes. <laughs> and, and we thought for sure, like he's never coming back. Yeah. Like, but, but I went and hunt him down. I sat down with him <laughs> and he's told me it's okay. Like, and he actually became one of our solid dudes yeah. all the way through, like all the way through high school. He followed us even a couple of times to Santa Cruz. He came and visited us and helped us with the youth group in Santa Cruz. And yeah. that one's a fun story to tell him over and over again, just to like, you know, just remind him the growth yeah. that he has experienced through the years. <laughs> the dude looks like Captain America now. He so does. Like, the dude's a stud. But yeah, yeah those are two good ones. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah, whenever something like that happens on a kid's first day, they're either going to leave and never come back or they're going to come back and never going to leave. Yeah. They're, they're bought in at that point. Yeah, right. no joke. Absolutely. I've, we've had moments where kids haven't come back because of something like that. And it's always hard, but you can't yeah. control everything, you know? Yeah, so. certainly. So there's some I good ones. We got, we got plenty more, too. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. I, I remember when I was a high schooler, um, I started going to youth group. I went to our youth group when I was in high school, Calvary Monterey's. 
and we would play war, um, which was a lot like Bob, but we used hacky sacks. Yeah. And uh, we would go down to Jack in the Box every Friday after youth group. And there would be a crew, mostly of the guys who would go outside and play war. Um, And there was this one kid named Rex. And he was a varsity baseball pitcher. And one day, (laughs) Peyton Hayes, current leader, Peyton Hayes, and all of his wisdom and brilliance brought up a a hacky sack where he took out all of the beads and replaced them with airsoft BBs. So we're now packing a punch. And Rex just launched this bullet at this one kid. I don't even remember who he was aiming for. Missed him, but put a wall or put a hole in the wall at Jack in the Box. I'm not sure if it's still there, but you can see like one of the pillars like by the door just of this breakthrough (laughs) into it. And I remember seeing that and thinking, I'm not going to play tonight. I will pass on this one. Went inside, terrified. It was, yeah, it's a frightening thing sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's crazy. Hilarious. I could see, like, high school Andy going, nope, I'm done. I'm nope. Out. <laughs> exactly. That was exactly. And that's another one of those youth stories where it's like you either gain, you know, respect with the employees that work there and they continue to invite you in because you, like, say you're sorry or they, like, straight up just kick you out and, like, no more youth, like, after events over here, like get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your faces are now on the wall of immediate rejection. <laughs> yeah, I think we had the Jack in the Box employees respect. They certainly recognized us. They certainly knew us. Uh, <laughs> it was good. It was a it was a good relationship. Right good, on. Good. Yeah, I was just thinking, like even telling these stories. You know, it's like even like some of our current kids. You know, Gabe Taylor. He's he's moving today. Um, or moved already, actually. Yeah, you're heading out. Um, you know, awesome middle schooler. But just thinking, like, I'll never forget him letting me pour relish <laughs> from a squeeze bottle into his mouth. Like, I didn't, I didn't have to give him anything. I was just like, who's going to do it? And that kid came running up and put his mouth open like a little bird in a nest. And let me squirt, like, it had to have been at least a half a cup of of squeeze bottle relish uh, yeah. isn't even that good like it's not even that good into no. his mouth no and that's stuff that's stuff been sitting in that youth closet for about six months so i don't even know if it was any good honestly no. well like, i mean he upchecked yeah. it on me so oh, yeah. it, it didn't smell good afterwards that's for sure <laughs> the geyser the geyser of relish out of his mouth once he took a breath of like <laughs> you know i'm not much of a conspiracy guy but that relish could have started the coronavirus yeah, it, yeah <laughs> I, agree. Awesome. I agree it started the California immune uh, herd immunity, man. That's, so <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. You know, and just even talking about this, it just, it does. It makes me miss youth group. It makes me miss that fellowship and, you know, just, but just like knowing that God has us in his hands through this season and that we can do what we can. And one of those things are like our small groups tomorrow night and doing yeah. that, doing Marco Polo. It's not, it's not ideal. It's not what we want to do. But it's really like it's just being faithful what we have right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. You know, we've. I remember. Uh, I think it was last week. It might have been two weeks ago. At this point, I was 
off a few days last week, so it's been a minute since I've been on the podcast. But I remember recently when we were talking about community and just the importance and the value of community and how even in this season where we're not physically together and where youth group is in some pretty awkward forms, if I can be honest, like Marco Polo, um, it's a blessing. I'm so glad we get to do Marco Polo small groups. At the same time, you just never know what's going to happen on a Marco Polo small group. And it can be tricky to, um, to sometimes feel like there's some like spiritual significance in them. But, you know, I, I, if I could just encourage everyone who's listening, any students who are listening, I think in this season, that time of youth group is every bit as important as it was before shelter in place. In fact, it might even be more important. You know, it's, it's not as fun as it was before. It's got some great things about it, some fun things that we don't get to do normally. I would never get to cut my hair in a teaching live and in person. You know, so there's some positives. But then any negatives that you might be thinking of at home, any temptation that you might have to say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to check out of Marco Polo tonight, or oh, I'll, I'll join in at 7.30 and kind of just do a little bit because I want to do something else before then, or any temptation that you would have to say, oh, you know what, I'm not going to watch the teaching, but I'll say I did, or I'll just kind of breeze through it real quick. I just encourage you to really press in in the season to youth group. I believe the Lord still is at work. He can work even through YouTube videos and little silly Marco Polo clips. He can work through anything. And so I just want to encourage anyone listening to uh, seek the Lord in that way. And I'm sure in the next decade, 15 years later, when we're doing these What's the Wi-Fi Password podcasts, we'll have some great and fun stories from this season that we're sharing with each other as great memories. Josh and Erica, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I kind of changed my teaching from the book of Revelation. You know, I kind of like halted at Revelation 12 and just really decided to like start doing these encouragement teachings of, I guess they're encouragement and exhortation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the one that posted uh, yesterday on Monday uh, was, was about the Lord's like greatest commandment, which is you know love your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then your neighbor as yourself, and just really to exhort like these youth to to be doing that in their daily life. I mean, I think so many of us can either take this season as like, well, it just is what it is, and so I'm just going to lounge and I'm just going to kind of not do anything, or we can take it as like, well, I'm like whatever I can find discipline in and grow in, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and one of those things can be just the small groups on on Tuesday nights. Like I know it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm so proud of my high school guys. So many of them like weren't into the, the Marco Polo when this thing first started. Um, and we got a decent group now, you know, 10 weeks later. Uh, that's, that's exciting. Um, it's like, again, it's not ideal, but it's just another area you can find discipline in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or grow in discipline. Yeah. For me, really simply, really quick. Like I, the thing that I just keep coming back to is learning how to be content and joyful in whatever season God has placed me in. And, you know, we keep saying this, this is not ideal. This is not what we want. This is not necessarily anything we were even prepared for. We, like we weren't even close to being prepared for something like this. And 
it's hard dealing with that was hard the the remorse the grief um you know the lack of routine so to speak and then learning how to have grace for each other during this as we're learning and growing through this but really just being content like I still get to see you guys. I still get to talk. I still get to check in. I still get to hear God's word being taught and, and, and talking over it and processing with one another. And it's good, you know, and that's, that is something to praise God for. That is something to be thankful for and to be content in. And if I'm content, then I can find joy in that. It may not be what I want. It's hard. I miss y'all. I love you all, but I can be content at this time because God is still doing work. Yeah, it's so good. So good. So good. It's all we got right now, so it's so good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, what we've got is good, because it's what yeah. the Lord has given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. You got anything else to say, Andy? No, I would just say tune in tonight uh, for the YouTube teaching. Um, tune in to Marco Polo Small Groups. And just keep connecting with us, you guys. I know uh, we're 10 weeks into this, and we're going to still continue to put that invite out. Comment on the videos. Be up to date on Marco Polo. Send us emails, Instagram DMs, whatever it is. But we'd love, absolutely love hearing from you guys, and we hope you're all doing well. Yeah. Yeah, we just choose to be – we'll choose to continue to be faithful, guys, with the hope that you choose to – to continue to abide in Christ yep. and grow in these disciplines. And like, we just encourage you, we encourage you take, take a hold of this season. Maybe these last 10 weeks, you've kind of been frumpy and just like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do this. Well, if we get another 10 weeks of this, like make these ones, you know, productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be no condemnation for the previous 10. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but what have people been saying? Like kind of like the freshman 15 in college, you're going to get the, everyone's been getting the COVID-19 here. Um, not like the disease, but the pounds. Anyway, yeah. so so ten weeks. You can lose the COVID nineteen in ten weeks. Anyway, anyway. Um, so yeah, I just we love you guys. We miss you so much. Can't wait to make more memories um, uh, in the next season when we get to to gather together again and see what the Lord does. So love you guys. Love you. Miss ya. Wash your hands. Wash them good. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.